0: So, Alex, you ready?
1: Lord, bear me strength. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
0: everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Wed Talk where we talk all things weddings Um, and today I have a special guest joining me. I'm not going solo. It's Alex Marquardt of Alexandra Lee Photography. She is the owner and it's a Chicago-based photography business. Alex, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So glad you could join in these very uncertain times.
1: These trying times. Yeah. It's it's rough.
0: But it's, we're making it.
1: But we're making it.
0: We're all in this together.
1: <laughs> we're all in this together. Yes. High school musical who? Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But this will really show who who comes in on top. Like, if you're doing good, you're a good business owner, you'll be okay.
0: Yeah. Everyone's still going to get married. And one of those things that, and that's kind of like today's topic or like the topic that I want to start with today is talking about how um, us business owners can co-work together and Mm -hmm. digitally kind of co-work because I mean, everybody is doing digital co-working or group meetings or whatever. Everybody's e-working, W, what is it? Work from home, W-F-H-ing it and remoting and just doing all the things. That entails. And we actually, what two was it two weeks ago? Um, not we were just weeks, like, yeah. we were just like, let's just telework and like just yes. hop on FaceTime and let's work together at the same time, but not necessarily like we we were each having our own individual conversations. And the like fruits of that like time together, which you know, we had one like straight time and then it broke off, and then we got back together, and then broke off and got back together. Um you were helping me with things that I was going through. I was helping you with, like, things you were going through. And it was just such a great opportunity for us to have, like, sounding boards for each other. Yeah. And so I wanted to kind of, like, break that down a little bit, um, talk about benefits of that, and then go into, my, like, my normal questions that I normally ask people <laughs> normal on the things. podcast. Normal awesome. things. So um, how do you like co-working? Have, was that, like, the f- one of the first times you kind of tele-coworked with someone or just just talk? <laughs> I'm done asking <laughs> questions. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So yeah, that was the first time I ever like sat down and just, um, on a FaceTime for sure. The first time I ever just talked and kind of did my own thing by while also talking. I mean, me and Eric hadn't talked for a while, um, since so there was like had, a
0: little ketchup, but there's
1: a little ketchup, a little mustard and ketchup. <laughs> I was just on. about
0: to say a little Heinz <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: like in school when your teacher's like, it's not mustard day. It's not relish day. It's ketchup day. And you'd like do ketchup work. No.
0: I actually never, never had to no? say that. No. Oh my
1: gosh. I had told. But so much I would have
0: lived for the pun anyway.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. We lived for the pun when we were six years old, but um, yeah, I, I said this is on my Instagram live. I'm a very collaborative person. I like collaborating with people and you my brain. So just- well. Thank you. My brain just works better if I'm spitballing ideas with people. I'm just running my mouth. Um, so I really, <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it because you know, like you'd be like, "Hey, I'm thinking of this. What do you think?" And then they can kind of give you some ideas, a different perspective, especially if they're in a different part of the wedding industry that you are. Like with Eric, he's a planner. I'm a photographer. We kind of help each other, you know, based on our expertise in our areas, and then you know, we're all serving the same people. We're all serving couples, people in love. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's no different. We're just offering different
0: I'm things. I'm so glad you said that because I feel like one of the things that most people would think, and I mean, yes, I'm sure you have your network of photographer friends that you reach out to and talk about photographer type things, which I'm mm-hmm. not even going to pretend like I even know any yeah, of the right. <laughs> terminology. I mean, I know the word calling and I feel like that makes me feel like I know exactly what I'm talking about, but I'm I know impressed. not everybody knows that word anyway. Yeah. Um, but I would typically, you know, lean on planners, you know, and ask them questions on how they're dealing with stuff. But I found it super helpful um, during that conversation for me, because I was actually in the middle of communicating with a client and talking about how I was, you know, wording things, how I was, you know, and it was, i had already sent out a proposal. I'd already had a consultation and there were like follow-up questions. And so I was kind of Leaning on you to ask you like, how do you deal with those kind of follow up questions? And you kind of coached me a little bit. Um, you had taken a class uh, or gone to a um, workshop for um, how to kind of better seal the deal, improve your business, improve your. Um, oh my gosh, the words are escaping. Sales. Me. Sales improve your sales. Just generally, I was going to say the convert conversion rate, um, of your conversations that you have and inquiries that you get. And, uh, and so you kind of coached me through that based on your experience and like literally within the hour, um, they booked me. And so uh, it was awesome. And I was so thankful for that. And then, uh, you were asking me about some of the additional offerings that you were starting to offer some of your clients. And you were kind of leaning on me to ask me about how, you know, as clients might view certain things, like additional shoots that you could ask, like add to a package for mm-hmm. some of your clients. And so, um, yeah, I just I just thought it was was great. And I, and I don't think we often back to your point of like us being in different sectors or different service parts of the wedding industry, um, able to like lean on each other and offer Mm -hmm. different perspectives. And I think that's, that's something that we should probably do more.
1: Yeah. Because I feel a planner has more of the pre-wedding, like you learn more about a couple and what couples need and what they want and how they're searching for vendors and planning the wedding. Like I feel planners have more of an insight when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And then photographers, we are the ones with them on the wedding day? We see how they react to everything. We see, you know, when the florist brings the bouquet, like you know, I could share with the florist, like, hey, one florist did this and my bride loved it, or hey, here's a cool idea you can do, um, just kind of based on what I've heard my bride say on the wedding day, kind of things like that, so taking our experiences and kind of sharing it and what we've seen, and um, I think would be a good idea, because at the end of the day, like, we're just trying to make make the brides and grooms happy, (laughs) those couples happy, so.
0: Yes, and I'm so glad, I'm so glad you said that, because that's one of the things where it's like, a florist really gets excited about like, oh, I want to see the bride's reaction with the bouquet. So sometimes the florist really wants to like bring it in or make sure the photographer's there Mm -hmm. when it's happening. And for me, it's just like, okay, great, you do that. I am so busy with setting up the room and making sure things are flowing out there that like while I'd love to partake in that moment, like to me that moment doesn't mean as much in Mm -hmm. the overall like grand scheme of things but But for you that's something that like oh it's cool to see that and especially like literally you see that through the lens and are able to capture that like emotion that that joy that excitement Mm -hmm. of the day and for me I'm like oh these are pretty great we've talked about this from like you said in the planning (laughs) stuff like (laughs) 12 months first 12 months I knew what the arrangement was going to look like or kind of had like an idea of like, okay, these are the colors, these are the types of flowers, especially if they did a bridal portrait, which was one of the things that we talked about is that not that's Mm -hmm. because you're based in Chicago and that's not necessarily something that is very Mm -hmm. prominent in the North, but working weddings in the South, like almost every client of mine does a bridal portrait. Yeah, I Um,
1: think they're great because you get to and some of the reasons you told me like you get to try on your dress you get to make sure you're making adjustments like say it's too tight when you sit down you can have it taken out right where it like a little it's too like
0: tight cutting off the, of the circulation
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> or it's still a little too long in your shoes and you don't want to be tripping over your dress or maybe your makeup artist like she winged that eyeliner too too sharp like that it's gonna really cut people and you don't you just want like a nice stab. No, want like a light a gentle, stab. <laughs> a gentle stamp, you know you know like how people are like oh that wing could cut you know, I don't yes. even I'm yes. butchering it but um no, you're good you know you can make those tiny little tweaks of your makeup or your hair and to ensure that you're 100% happy yeah. and a big thing I've realized the more I do this is and see other people the wedding day is not about us at all
0: absolutely not
1: at all and I see so many photographers and planners, florists making it about them. If your bride does not want a first look and you have to suck it up and shoot picture, shoot half their portraits with flash, you better go learn flash because this bride does not want a first look. Mm-hmm. And that is her decision. It is her day. Um, or a florist. Like she really wants baby's breath bridesmaid bouquets. Cause that's in her budget. <laughs> and she, that's what she wants make her that damn baby's breath bouquet and make it the best baby's breath bouquet you've ever freaking made in your life.
0: Yes. And that's something that I talked about on like the very first episode of like how I got here and why I broke off and started doing my own wedding planning business is because I worked at a venue that was uh, appealed towards a certain aesthetic for a client. It was a former horse stable that had been converted into like a bar and event space. And so while I was okay with that at the beginning, when you have done like 50 weddings that are, you know, burlap and baby's breath, then it's just like, oh my gosh, I cannot look at baby's breath anymore. Cause it becomes so redundant and and dull and it doesn't feel as exciting, which I addressed on there. And I'm going to say again, if you like baby's breath, it is okay. And I'm not trying to put down the fact that you like baby's breath. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying that I have worked with that enough where it's like, okay, I want to get a little bit more creative. So I love it when florists are like, okay, we can use baby breasts, baby's breath, but we're going to like spray paint it and we're going to like give it a color and give it more texture. And so I have mm-hmm. used baby breasts, baby's breath post working at that venue, but I've had or like uh, spray paint or dip dye. I think dip dyed it and gave it color, gave it like new life. And it wasn't just like this, like meh, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I grew in a field and I just cut it and bunched it up yeah. kind of vibe. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like
1: carnation. I like white carnations. I think they had, Texture to a oh bouquet. no
0: I, and I and think, some
1: people are like ooh, carnations ugh.
0: well <laughs> so. uh, Schitt's Creek they talk about uh, pink carnations and how it's like I oh like my pink god
1: carnations
0: <laughs> I, well pink carnations were sent to uh, Moira when she was had quote passed and she's like oh yeah. uh, like it's the worst flower like how dare you send me pink carnations yeah but it is I a think funeral I, flower and and I'm sorry
1: flower
0: I'm sorry flower but I know I think that that's a common Thing is that so many people get in their head, or like here in the industry, or like pigeonhole a certain look or a certain thing. And I think carnations get that, like, oh, it's a grocery store flower, it's Mm -hmm. a uh, you know funeral flower. But I've like one of my florist friends has been using them in a lot of arrangements, and carnations are like showing up right now and doing their thing. And I'm I'm here for it.
1: I'm cool with that.
0: So I'm good with some of those quote tired and quote overused things as long as they've been repurposed or they've been given new life. And, you Mm -hmm. know, us vendors are giving the ability to breathe it new life and be creative Mm -hmm. with how to use it. Yeah. Um, Circling back, I think, to bridal portraits and flowers there, you know, that was the other thing is that you can try out your portrait bouquet and you can try Mm -hmm. out what your bouquets look like. And so, you know, hey, this is 15 pounds. This is a lot of flowers. Maybe I wanted a big bouquet, but my arm's going to get tired. Can we make it smaller? Um, yeah. that you can add it doing a portrait, uh, bridal portrait session. Those things that you mentioned before about the, making sure the dress fits, making sure that your makeup and hair is, you know, on point that you get to try all these things out before the day. So that way, when you're there on the day, it's everything you want it to be.
1: It's everything you ever wanted and could imagine. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. Um, hundred percent One <laughs> hundred p One hundred p uh, so back to co-working so uh, i know that like i said that's something that we did before no i think maybe three weeks ago three weeks ago four weeks ago it was definitely before coronavirus was like hitting up everything knocking um, on
1: everyone's door unannounced on uninvited <laughs> on a <laughs> every, go away
0: yeah. <laughs> and then every <sighs> state and then every state is like you can't open the door don't answer the door don't leave stay inside but um
1: How, did you remember back in 2009 that video that came on Facebook, and he's like, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park.
0: <laughs> yes, Antoine Dodson, I yeah. think was the guy's name.
1: Yeah, and he's like, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your husbands.
0: <laughs> they're raping everybody out here.
1: <laughs> raping everybody out here. This is corona. Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your husbands, because corona's getting everybody out here.
0: It is. They are. It's whack. Please, everybody. It is whack. It is a whack. <laughs> everybody, just stay home. Listen to yeah, your government and... Let's flatten the curve,
1: please. Yes. It's the quicker we can flatten the curve, the quicker we can get things going back to normal, the quicker people can have their weddings. Like how sweet these weddings are going to be this year. Like, oh especially gosh. right afterwards,
0: especially after they've been postponed, especially after. Cause like, again, being in this, you know, quarantine mindset, this, you know, self-isolation working by yourself. I mean, you and I am sure get the concept of like working by yourself, working at home, yeah. being so, in front of your computer all day. It's not like, a new concept for us, but Mm -hmm. then for us not to be able to go to those events where we're interacting with people. And um, now for people to not have the celebrations that they have been planning, and this is something that I Mm -hmm. talked about um, on a previous episode about with a wedding planner and just that I think these celebrations will be that much more special um, Mm -hmm. when we start getting back into being able to safely celebrate again is that people won't take the ability to gather and celebrate each other, you know, for granted. And and so I'm really excited to see what, Weddings and events do start looking like post to this and how, and how people take that is not just flippantly like, oh, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't to like a wedding if they get an invitation, but like, oh no, they invited me. They wanted to be, to be there, to be part of their day. Like this is special. <laughs> like I have to go.
1: Yeah, there are a ton of positives. Like there's tons of negatives with postponements and not being able to see people and um, having to work at home if you're not used to it, because it, it's hard. It is very hard to work from home and not have that socialization, hence why co-working's great. Um
0: co work. Yeah,
1: there's tons of positives like that under like that, you know, realization, like okay, yeah, like being able to go to that first birthday party for you know, <laughs> your yeah. Cousin, like you get to see your family, you get to be with people, and you get free food and free drinks. So, why not go?
0: So, why not? <laughs> Bring that
1: why gift. Go, go have a few coronas and <laughs> enjoy the party.
0: Exactly. Um, but, yeah, but yeah no, I. So co-working, I mean, you and I are on Zoom right now um, having this conversation. Um, Google Hangouts has been another um, good place for people to kind of meet up, like multiple people can join in with that. Uh, Have you, I mean, FaceTime generally, you know, just if you're one-on-one, do you know any other uh, resources for people to be able to like co-work in groups outside of those?
1: Yeah, so one-on-one FaceTime always works well. Uh, You can also um, video chat people on Facebook Messenger. Um, oh,
0: I did actually not know that.
1: Yeah, uh, you can, can you do it as like a group
0: or still just one on one?
1: I don't know. If you can do a group, but um, I know you can do one on one. And then I know um, if you're typing, like let's say I'm like Facebook messaging you on my phone right now, and you hop on while I'm still there typing, it gives you the option to like click on it and show your face right then and there. Oh, in interesting. The yeah, um, I know so some people that. have
0: been using um, an app called Marco Polo.
1: Marco Polo. Yes, I love Marco Polo. Which is it's basically like, like,
0: it's like texting, but with video messages. Yes. And so like Snapchat. Wedding. Yeah. Too. It's basically like yeah. Snapchat. But uh, I think, because one of the problems with like, I think FaceTiming, especially if you haven't seen that person for a while, is like, you want to catch up. You want to talk and you're not necessarily actually like working together, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, but... Once you've done the catch-up part, which we did before we started recording,
1: (laughs) yep. (laughs) uh,
0: You're welcome. That that you're actually then able to get productive, do the things that you're needing to do, and then use and same like we did like a couple weeks ago was we did the catch-up at the beginning part, and then. We were then working and then asking each other things and and so mm-hmm. and that's something that later in the podcast I'll ask you something you want to plug, which I know there is something that you were working on. <laughs> and I kind of want to touch on that or see if you're ready to talk about it. But yeah. uh, but no,
1: yeah, there's tons of great resources to be able to. And it really, if you are someone who works from home, a vendor, or just that's your job, you have your own business. It's your it life now, <laughs> and it's your life now. Like it's lonely, and you know. I think you know. I think starting this week, next week, I'm going to make it a priority to once a week just reach out to a vendor friend, your frienders, um, and just I might even have a virtual cocktail party. I, you know what? During this, I'm going to have a virtual cocktail party at the end of the month. Yes, everyone bring a drink. We'll sit and we'll talk. Um, I think I'll do six to, I think six people is probably the max because talking over people and. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We could play games. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Sure. But yeah, taking that time to schedule in one or two calls, whether that be an hour, two hours, three hours, to just mastermind and talk through things and just help each other because we can all benefit each other in some way.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's especially important because – I mean, I'm an extrovert, so not getting Same. full contact with tons of people uh, is is kind of hard, and and that's where like when you're at a wedding and you're doing your thing, you're amongst a sea of you know 100, 150, 200, 250 people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's weird to go from that constantly
1: to, to then just.
0: Nothing. Your maybe immediate family, your boyfriend, your you know girlfriend, your whoever, uh, mm-hmm. and that's it.
1: Yeah, and
0: yeah. I haven't seen my now. boyfriend
1: since Sunday. This past Sunday, I haven't seen him since this past Sunday. Yeah, we've just been playing games on our. You know, on the iPhone, how you play games between Mm -hmm. like those. Yeah. We've been doing that, but yeah. And then even once this is all over, just taking that time to like a few times a month to go to those networking events, um, hosting those for granted, mm -hmm, hosting. I host a lunch every month. Um, and I invite some frienders and let them invite some frienders and we just get together and have lunch and it gets you out of the house. And I also, since I'm an extrovert too, I will just get energy. If I just go to Starbucks by myself, I get energy just being around other people. And the amount, how much I get done is astounding, (laughs) just being around
0: people. Let me tell you, I, when I reconcile like my monthly, like, uh, business expenses, I see how much I spend at Starbucks and I'm like, this is disgusting. I'm probably paying for somebody's, you know, livelihood, which I just, that's technically not disgusting, but I I know the benefit, like you were saying, that I get from being in public and being at a Starbucks because, and I specifically go and I justify it by spending, you know, $4 on a coffee by saying like, okay, I'm there, I'm using the Wi-Fi, but... I will not be tempted to, like, get on Facebook. I will not be tempted to get onto Netflix or Hulu and, like, watch something and get too distracted because I know other people can see my screen. And they would yeah. judge the heck out of me for just showing up at a Starbucks and to watch, watching like, TV. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so so I, I know that I use that for me personally as, like, a resource yeah. to – get work done. Like you said, it's astounding how much work you can get done and get in the rhythm and get in the, like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting so much done. Oh wait, because I know in my head, people would judge me if I didn't get my work done. Whereas at home, it's super, I think, I mean, personally, I don't know for you, but like, it's hard sometimes where you get distracted and you get on this tangents of like, you're scrolling through Instagram or you jump on Facebook or something and you don't realize how much time is passing as you do those things. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to make lunch. I'll, I'll, I'll watch something like, I'm so into Survivor, (laughs) Uh, for anybody, anybody out there. um, This season especially is super intriguing, but I'll like make lunch and I'll watch Survivor and it probably takes me like 10, 15 minutes to like make and eat lunch, but it's, you know, 40, 45 minute episode. So it's like, Oh, well maybe I'll just watch all of it.
1: Maybe I'll watch one more. What's what's one one more episode.
0: Right. What's one more. It's fine. And then you go down this rabbit hole and you don't get work done. So, Mm -hmm. so I think, Having that accountability and and that accountability built in with Starbucks and kind of, again, circling back to the topic of co-working, like you have other people to kind of hold you accountable, like you're having those conversations, at least you're, if they're there and they're present, and they're kind of in your face or around you, if you're working actually physically within proximity of each other, co-working, like, the accountability to be actually doing work, or you're asking questions about work, because that's what yeah. we ended up doing. Is we first like caught up real quick, and then we bounced ideas back and forth. And so those were both things that were both contributing to us doing better at our job and mm-hmm. moving forward and succeeding. So, yeah, co working a plus. Let's do it. Let's push it. I mean, I know a lot yeah. of people already do it, but especially. Right now, in the, like, let's digitally co work. And then when we can again physically co work together. Yeah,
1: that in person. And that's why, like I said, like just for your mental health, going to the Starbucks, because you're going to go there and you're going to be like, okay, I'm not going to sit here and screw around for two hours, watch Netflix. Like you're actually going to, I do sometimes will sit and go on Facebook every sure, once in a while, but. Sure, sure. But you're just like, okay, I'm around these other people. I want to get this done. I always leave. I'm always, I end up always being there for like five, six hours. And then I come home and I smell like Starbucks. Win-win. Work's done. I smell good. (laughs) Like if you think that's good smell, but my coat will smell like they're burnt coffee beans. Yes. Mm.
0: Love it. Yummy. (laughs) Okay. So I think we beat that horse. Um, Co-working, A plus positive. So, Typical questions that I normally ask somebody when they're on here outside of our lovely topic uh, is what do you want clients, wedding or otherwise, to know about photography?
1: That's just, that's a loaded, not loaded, that's a open-ended question. Hmm. On
0: purpose, because I want to bring other photographers on here. So I just want to know what you, Alexandra Lee Photography, want people to know about photography.
1: You truly get what you pay for. Um, That's one thing.
0: (laughs) Amen. Preach all the things I can say. You get what you pay for. Amen. Yes.
1: You truly get what you pay for. And I totally understand a budget is a budget. And, you know, you shouldn't go into debt just for a wedding. No. But if photography is a priority to you, you should, that should show in your budget. And you and your fiance should sit down and, you know, come up with a list of three to five things that's a high priority to you and let your budget show that.
0: Or um, if you have a planner, tell them that that's yes. a priority for you and they will move yes. and work your money to make sure that photography is important to you in your budget. Yes, okay. that Continue. too. So if
1: you don't have a planner, even if you do or don't have a planner, you still need to sit down and think what your priorities are. And then Correct. if you do have a planner, they can help um, finesse the budget to make sure if food And DJ and photography are those top three things, which most of my couples, that is, they want to have a good time and they want to have photos to remember. They had a good time. Um, You know, your planner will say, okay, your budget's $100,000. Here's how we're going to allocate that. So you got good food, a good party and good memories. Absolutely. That's another thing. At the end of the day, you know, When it comes to paint, like, you want to have good photos because at the end of the day, that's all that's left. Um, It's those pictures. And just like music and smell, you can look at a photo and be instantly taken back to those moments. um, And put in place. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Or be reminded of other things. I went and looked through my old iPhone the other day, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Or like, oh, then this happened. So these are your, this is, this is all you have left. You'll have the dress, you'll have the invite to frame and keep as a keepsake, but those memories are one and done. And those people, you know, you may only see some of your guests every couple times a year, maybe once a year, maybe that's the first time you've seen them in multiple years. Those older guests, those guests, um, you know, we or all get
0: old. Yeah. And sometimes I, I often like to point out like it's once in a lifetime for some of those, like it's people that yeah. live States away and they mm-hmm. are coming in just to celebrate it and their extended family of your new significant other. And this mm-hmm. may be the first time you're meeting them and yeah. maybe the only time, and maybe you'll see them at like a family reunion in 25 years, but like, this is yeah. the one, one time. And so like being able to like have those memories, have those moments and just have them captured the way that you want them to be captured, I think is super important.
1: Yes. And then another thing with photography, I think it's super important not only to hire someone with good experience, someone who has a style you really like. Well, that's one thing. Like, narrow down your style. If you're not sure, create a Pinterest board and notice the themes in the photo or ask your planner. Say, these are the things I'm noticing I like. Can I have people who are like this? Um, Figuring that out. But, you know, making sure they're um, really good and talented and you trust them. But, make sure you click. Um, We're with you all day. We are the one vendor who's with you all day. Um, And I don't... (laughs) Yes, but even though, even sometimes the planner's gone. Yes, for no, wow.
0: no. yeah, I will disappear for a little bit, like I said earlier, to mm-hmm. like go make sure the floor plan's happening, make sure the DJ's mm-hmm. going. But like, yes, photographers typically attach at your hip from the moment <laughs> they arrive, or they'll like take a minute to like take a picture of your dress or take a picture of your invitation suite or your mm-hmm. details from the day. But then right after that, they are back glued to you and they are following. They are your personal paparazzi. They
1: are—that's what I was going to say. Yeah,
0: literally following your every moment, your every move, capturing Mm -hmm. every interaction the entire night. Except, I I, current—I strongly encourage and like tell people like, hey, like, and this is—I know you can probably speak to this. Photographers take a dinner break. Like, you eat when everybody else is eating because the pictures of people eating are not cute.
1: No. Yeah, we are literally with you from the moment we arrived, getting those details, getting those getting ready photos. And then you go to your first look, which 10 out of 10 recommend a first look. And I filmed a video about this today and gave myself chills. I was like, Hmm. it does not get, it does not ruin the ceremony ceremony moment. And If anything, it makes it 10 times better because you already know how you look, each other looks. So there's not that, but everyone's there. Music's playing. Everyone's coming down one by one. Finally, the, that little flower girl comes through and then everyone stands and those doors, oh, I'm getting chills. Those doors open uh-huh. and that is the moment. It is happening and that is when you know this is real. This, We're doing the damn thing. So, so
0: something that I like to to tack onto that. So something that I will recommend if people are doing a first look is after they've done the first look and they've done the wedding party pictures and kind of knocked out a lot of those group pictures is Mm -hmm. to separate again, to rebuild up that suspense, because sure, you saw each other. Sure. You've taken a couple pictures that like it's will rebuild up the suspense. Like, okay. Like now for like the next like hour, hour and a half, I'm not going to see them. And then the next time you see them will be when you're walking down the aisle. And Mm -hmm. I just, I love that. I love that so much. And then I like that too. Another tip that I also like to do sometimes uh, is, uh, especially if the aisle is very long or... Turn around. Yes. Or mm-hmm. if the aisle's long or if there's a... Um, maybe if it's like outside and there's a long walk-up, is yeah. have the groom turned around and mm-hmm. have the officiant tap the groom on the shoulder when the bride is about like halfway to about, a you know, almost to the that first row. And yeah. that way, you guys can physically see each other's faces and see your, yeah. each other's reactions, and that moment. And so, especially yeah. if you don't do a first look, I will yes. grill that into you. That is what's happening. I will go over that during rehearsal. Like you guys will do that because sure, you can have that reaction, but you guys want to see each other's reactions, hundred yeah. percent. And then. That's why that you do first look, and that's why you do first look. And so, if you are forcing yourself to not do that first look, having that photographer there to capture those reactions in that moment, yep. and especially like this is my shout out. Like, I always encourage my clients to make sure they book a package that has a second shooter, so that yep. one can be on the bride and one can be in the groom, mm-hmm. or one can be on. If I'm being PC because I'm gay myself, one can be on each <laughs> each of member of the couple.
1: Yes, Sounds. boy, girl, whoever, whoever you're marrying. Whoever you're There's somebody her. on, one person walking down, one person standing.
0: Check, check, yes. yes each best. person. Very much um,
1: so. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's your choice. But I think, you know, to get that, you can actually talk, hug, kiss, like, mm-hmm. see each other's reactions up close. First looks great. Um, and, you know... That it's just that anticipation, so but yeah, we go to the first look, and um, I'm with you there, I'm with you at the bridal party, I'm with there, I'm there with your family, and then you guys are separated from me for like maybe 30 minutes to an hour, and then you get married, and then I'm all up in your face. It's not until about the reception that we're kind of off, and then we're there to get the open dancing photos, and we're around all your guests, um, getting those before they turn to blackmail photos, so it's (laughs) (laughs) but I tell my couples, I'm like, and then I'm there for just enough of open dancing that you get the fun and you get those people captured, but not too long to where it turns into blackmail photos. Yeah. Cause I've been at some weddings a little too long and it made for fun photos and it made for sloppy. photos. <laughs> so, yeah. um, Like, people are having fun taking ties off, tying them around their heads, and uh, it's great. Sometimes couples are like, stay, and I'm like, girl, I'm tired. (laughs) Um, This extrovert, if this extrovert's like, no, I'm good, (laughs) I'm going home. But, um, yeah, making sure you like them and you click with them and you trust them, because We'll be, I'll be with you all day and I'll be around your friends and I'll be around your family yes. and making sure that they're going to be respectful and fun and make things easy for people. I always tell my couples, I want to be that vendor that you don't think, oh, the photos are good. She is okay. I want you to be like, she was great. We loved her. My family loved her. My friends loved her. Everything was awesome. And we right. have amazing photos too. So yeah, you're not Blake Lively and Ryan when, when I said that with the... <laughs> Beach amendment, Ryan Reynolds on the beach, kissing, having paparazzi take photos of you every day. Every time you leave your damn house, you're normal people with normal jobs, doing your normal thing. Mm-hmm. You're not used to being in front of the camera. It's weird. And I, I totally get it. I've been in front of the camera and it takes that first 20, 30 minutes and a good photographer and someone you click with to get those genuine moments and reactions and make you feel comfortable. Absolutely. So making sure you click well with them and you like them not only for their work, but for the people. Um, and then, yeah, first look, we kind of touched on that. Do it, do the, do it. Just do you it. will never regret it. And, um, yeah. And pricing. So some people are like, why is it so expensive? And you know, every 50- I don't know if
0: you could hear my eye roll.
1: Yeah. But you know, when you think about it, it there's, this is, these are heirlooms. These are family heirlooms, especially albums. Um, and I think everyone's business, their pricing is based on their cost of living and cost of doing business. Um, so, you know, in Illinois, it's much more expensive to hire a photographer than it is in Arkansas and Florida and, you know, New York New York City, Chicago, and L.A. are the top three most expensive markets to get married in.
0: And D.C. Yeah.
1: I think that's the fourth. Yep. <laughs> yep. I go York, New York, Chicago, L.A., D.C. Yeah, yep. I think. Last I knew. But, you know, yeah. So it is expensive, but um, it's all based on experience the experience you're going to get as a couple, you know, if you're hiring a more premium luxury premium to luxury photographer, you, 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 for that price, you know, you'll be getting taken care of. Um, They are there for you, not only to take pretty pictures, but, I get told all the time by my bridesmaids. I'm like an extra bridesmaid. I've literally helped brides get dressed because mom's nails were too long to like button the buttons. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let's get the photo. Let's have you try to do one. And then so you could say you helped. And then I got it from here. Um, But yeah, you're paying for the experience that they're going to give you. absolutely. Um, And that's where it all comes back to. You get what you pay for. Um, Yeah.
0: Love that. So uh, next question I want to ask is, what do you think the wedding industry is doing well?
1: huh i'm a side processor i sigh a lot um no,
0: you're good so on my brides are out. like
1: my brides like my brides are the bridesmaids are like are you okay i'm like oh yeah i'm just thinking <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to process things um what are we doing well i don't know um this is a hard one eric
0: I ask. I'm, I'm a I'm a good journalist. I ask the hard hitting questions.
1: Oh jeez. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I like how people are hitting inclusivity um, across um, body types, sexuality, um, gender, and um, you know race and stuff like that. I like that we're showing more of that, and people are. Making a conscious effort to show that because I'm so sick of style shoots where it's the same really good looking dark hair, blue eye guy, and a tiny little blonde. Those people are pretty, those people are great, those photos are awesome. But show me something else, show me something different
0: because that's not Um, everybody.
1: Not everyone is six feet tall, a size zero, and blonde. Um, so you know, people should be able to see themselves in your photos. So being able to show variety, and I've noticed. Uh, more and more people are starting to get that um, and show that showing different types of people um, across the board. Um,
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So what do you think?
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think the industry, what do you think the industry isn't doing well?
1: Again, that too, like there are still people who aren't um, doing that. And, vendors who aren't treating people with respect. Um, you know, if you're a nice couple and you're going to get married and you want to pay me to shoot your day and be there with you, I'm going to shoot it. I don't care what you look like, who you like, what you do. If you're willing to pay for me and want me there, sign me up. (laughs) Um, it's going to be a great day no matter what. Um, but let's see. Yeah. That. And then, um, the fluffy education. Um expand I guess not. Like there's what was
0: that? I said expand on that.
1: So just I don't know. It's hard because it it's an easy to end easy entry market. Like it's really easy to become a wedding photographer. It's you plan four formals in college for your sorority and you graduate, don't you could be like, okay, I'm gonna be a planner. Like, um, so it's easy to get in, but the problem is there aren't like I'm trying to figure out like a lot of people, it's a lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to become an educator after two years. And yeah. everyone, you just have to be a step ahead, the person behind you to teach them something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I believe in that and, but I feel like you truly need to have a teacher's heart and you know, some other educators have said, like, if you're willing to do it for free, help a couple people for free and still love it and still want to do it, like, that truly really makes you an educator. But, um,
0: which is what I'm hoping I guess, this podcast will be.
1: Yeah. Um, but just like, it's, it's hard because there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. I don't like that answer. I don't know what to I, say.
0: I, I mean, I, I, I get where you're coming from because, You don't want it to just be, if anybody becomes an educator in the industry, you don't want them to just be like, you said fluff, like you don't want it to Mm -hmm. be, okay, sure, that's common sense kind of stuff versus what, what are like actual takeaways? What are some things yeah. that are going to help you grow your business? What are some things that are helping you to become a better photographer, a better planner? Like if you yeah. can use your experience and ensure two years in the industry, like you'll learn some stuff. And yeah. if somebody is green, then they will be able to take that information that you have and put it to good use. But you are looking for, you know, okay, I've been here for a while. I don't need the fluff. Give me the hard stuff. And so, yeah.
1: And there's not enough of that.
0: And there's not enough of that. And so that's, that's an opportunity in the industry for people like, you know, photographers instead of just like basic, you know, you even told me like rule of thirds, like you taught me something, you know, Mm -hmm. with my phone and like how to use the grid, you know, function on an iPhone, Mm -hmm. like little things like that, that like, sure will help me as just, you know, a regular Joe Schmo taking pictures for my personal life, but like, okay, a, the way that you said it so flippantly is like, well, every photographer should know that. So like, what are the, what are the best, what are the better things? What are the more educational, more skill set, more. The
1: surface level stuff, the fluff, it's good. It's, everyone needs that. Everyone and everyone, there's always, everyone's on different chapters. Everyone's on, there's people who are on chapter one who need someone who's on chapter three to kind of help them get to where they're at. But, um, yeah, it's just making sure, um, you know, we, we have the, the best of the best out there and people who truly care and people who truly care about couples and people who truly care and not just like the, you know, money they make that they truly care about the people in the day and then, um, truly care about the people they're teaching. So, I mean, that was just kind of the first thing that came to my head. Yeah. I don't really like the answer, but... And there are so many great people, and I know so many great educators. Um, I just know of other people who have gotten burned and hurt because someone said, oh, this is another way to make money. And they're just taking money and kind of leaving people high and dry.
0: Yeah. Which is no bueno.
1: No bueno. But is to there... all my friend educators out there, I love you. You're great. Keep doing you.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, what is there, is there anything else you want to talk about? Like open, open floor for you to talk about anything wedding related, something that like gets your goat, uh, is a, uh, pet peeve of yours. Anything you want to touch on?
1: Hmm. Um, let's see. Kind of touch on the first look. You get what you pay for. Hire a planner. (laughs) Take, take your planner, take your planner and your photographer's advice. Um, because your planner and your photographer, your photographer is going to recommend videographers that they really like and work well with. Um, Mm -hmm. there's that respect there. Um, it's really important. That's the thing. Your photo video team, um, they got to respect each other and, you know, work well together.
0: I actually was talking to yeah. a photographer about this and how it is like, that's one of the things that I've learned is introducing the photo video team prior to mm-hmm. the day of and having them communicate with each other, talk about, you know, where are you putting your flash? Where are you putting your lighting? How are you guys going to work together? So that way you're not like vying and fighting for like, I have to get the shot. It's my shot as opposed to like, it's our shot because we are, all hired by the same client. So we're all trying to do the thing for the client. So nobody's service is better than anybody else's.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. So making like listen to your planner and your photographer on that because. Um, people your photographer are referring are people they've worked with they know they that are a good team and trust those people and know they'll be a good videographer for you or that they have just heard from other photographers and videographers that they're really great um hire a planner even a day of coordinator i've seen so not many minimum. weddings where <laughs> yeah a day of and you will not regret it's like the best 1500 to 2000 dollars. 2500 like that's about the average here in chicago right up Whoa. to three
0: up oh, to yeah, three that's better 1500
1: <laughs> 1500 it was depends 15, on who 15
0: to three right based on experience based on all the things we've talked about like you get what you pay for you mm-hmm. know it's yes 15 to three good win. There. yeah um 15
1: to three 3500 um hire that day of coordinator i've seen so many weddings where moms are having this you know step away from drinking wine with our sisters and celebrating to go fix x court card tables or f- go find the gift box and if you have or a day of the coordinator, cut the cake um you know, just little things where you're, you're not worrying about it. Your spouse isn't worrying about it. And your family members and bridal party aren't worrying about it. You guys are doing what you went there to do. Get married, have fun, drink, drink mm-hmm. too much, and have the time of your life. Um, not, I did
0: not pay her to say this.
1: <laughs> no, I really do think from good day of... Because I've also d- d- had, play, worked with day of coordinators. And I'm like, where are they? <laughs> I did one where they were there at, like, 1 and left at 8. Oh, my gosh. And that might have been what they paid for, but I was like. Sure. <laughs> there's, there's a itch storm going on, and I don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really will help um, ease your mind and let you just really enjoy the day because they're collecting your gift, They're cleaning up everything. They're collecting the gifts and the cards and putting them away for you. Mm-hmm. They're cleaning up. You guys can go to the after party, you know. like. Yeah planners are worth the money, even if it's just day of, um, it's really worth it that day. Um, and yeah, it's a fun day. Just enjoy it. And for other vendors, remember, it's not about us. It's about them and doing the best job we can do for them.
0: Love that. And then I'll ask you my final question. Is there anything you're working on that you would like to plug right now?
1: Hello, Eric. Oh,
0: hi, Alex.
1: <laughs> I would love the plug. So, I get asked all the time how I edit. I get asked all the time how I edit my mobile photos for social media and Instagram. Mm. So, I finally went ahead and created mobile presets uh, for my business. Yes. And they're launching at the end of April. Pending, everything goes fine right now with the world. Um, But yeah, they're going to launch then and they're for your phone. So any Joe Schmo can like take a picture and have it look good and do minor tweaks if they need to. Um, Vendors, you know, florists, planners, hair, makeup, you know, you might not get the photos back as quickly as you want, and you want to show off that work, or maybe that photographer's style isn't doesn't really go with the aesthetic mm-hmm. and vibe and brand of your business. You can go ahead and take a couple iPhone photos and show off your work right away and have, know that it'll look good, um, and... <laughs> Yeah, just add that to your photos, mobile, easy. There'll be an Alexandra Lee pack that's based off of how I edit my wedding photography. There's one that's based off of Europe and, you know, like kind of film, light, airy, I don't know, European inspired. And then uh, Hawaii pack, uh, Hawaiian Islands, um, based off of Hawaii. So like the blue skies and the really colorful shops and stores and the golden beaches and being tan. So- yeah
0: awesome yeah. um and where can people uh find these presets slash learn me? more about it and get their information when it becomes active end of april
1: um yeah so if you follow me on Ale- at, on instagram at alexandra alex and dra lee l-e-e photo um the link in my bio there's a wait list right now um for the so presets sign in- up Go sign up for that wait list and as soon as they launch, you'll get a special offer, um, a special treat, and then um, you'll know when they launch.
0: Love that. Yeah. Um Wonderful. Well, Alex, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day to chat with me, chat with the, the Web Talk listeners. The and
1: community.
0: The community and sharing <laughs> your expertise on co-working and, you know, photography tips from the pro and, uh, Yeah. Just
1: thanks yeah, so much. It's fun. so much
0: fun. Well, you have a lovely rest of your day. Stay safe, be healthy, yes. uh, wash yes. your hands, co-work, encourage co-working, reach out to people, check in on people, and uh, we will uh, see you out there on the gram.
1: Yeah. Bye.
0: Bye. Thanks again to Alexandra Lee Photography for joining me today. I put the info to find her in the episode details. Go check out her new presets that were mentioned and also used on the iPhone picture for the Instagram post for this episode. If you have any questions and you want to ask us or any topic suggestions you want to hear me tackle, please send an email to wedtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram at, you guessed it, at wedtalkpodcast. Uh, Please rate, review, subscribe if you have a moment to spare. Uh, Mixing is by me. Sorry about it. Music and logo by Aaron Gaines. Uh, Thanks again for listening to Wed Talk. Stay safe. Be good. Bye.